Good morning and welcome back. And thank you again for tuning in. For those of you who listened yesterday, um, I talked about spiritual matters. And today I thought that I would expound a little bit on that. Mm, Nice hot coffee. Um, As some of you may know, I... uh, I worked in nursing, and uh, hospice was one of the things I enjoyed the most. I found it to be the most rewarding nursing that I ever did, <clears throat> and I enjoyed my nursing career. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, for the most part, uh, but hospice was probably <coughs> the most rewarding, just because it seemed like um, the patients were very thankful and the families were very appreciative and and that was always important I guess as anyone who's serving so anyway um, I'd like to share a story with you I was working in hospice in Jacksonville Florida off of Sunbeam Road and um, I think it was North Florida hospice and um, I had a, a co-worker come to me and super nurse um, had been working in NICU for, golly, 20-something years. I had a lot of respect for her. I was a fairly new nurse at the time, it seems like. Um, I don't know how long I'd been a nurse at the time, but I I remember thinking I was pretty new at it, um, less than, probably less than 10 years. But anyway, um, this this young lady came to me, and um, she said, uh, I have a question for you. And I said, okay, sure, what is it? And she said, uh, I know you're one of those Christians. And I said, yeah. She said, well, I had a situation yesterday, and I just thought I'd ask you about it and see what you thought. And I said, okay, sure, shoot. Well, in hospice, we know things, you know, happen. I mean, it's, it's not unusual for supernatural things to occur in hospice settings, especially towards the end of someone's life. Um, if you've ever worked hospice or you've ever had someone in hospice, um, you you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, for those of you who, who may not have experienced that, uh, there are supernatural things that happen to people when they're dying. Um, they see dead relatives. Um, they don't just see them, they talk to them. They, they, can, uh, they can see them when we can't. They can talk to them when we can't. Um, they see angels, they see, sometimes they see Jesus. Um, sometimes they see another place. It's, it's very bizarre. Uh, there's no rhyme or reason, but it does happen. And uh, so, kind of give you some background on, on, on hospice. At any rate, um, she, um, she said, well, I, I had the lady come in, and she had ovarian cancer that had uh, metastasized, which means it spread throughout her body, and uh, which cancer typically does it's it's unusual if it doesn't spread um, and the cells spread and so as a result of the cells spreading um, the lady had cancer all over her body and we call it metzing it's just a, it's a, uh, an abbreviated word for mess, uh, metastasizing anyway um, <clears throat> she um, she was in the hospital she was uh, looking back I guess she was probably maybe early 50s and um, she, um, she, had, she had four daughters with her, um, or two daughters. I think it was two daughters. 
anyway, I'm sorry. My, my memory is not as good when it comes to the number of people, but I know she had daughters with her. There was either two or four, but anyway, um, she, she came from the hospital. They told her basically that, um, you know, her oncologist, her cancer doctor had told her that um, there wasn't anything more they could do that, you know, the cancer had spread and that even with radiation and, and chemotherapy, um, it wouldn't really prolong her life much and wouldn't give her much quality of life. And so as a result, they recommended hospice care, which is end of life care. And um, so she had made her peace uh, with her family and made her peace with her, um, with her creator. And uh, she also was a, was a Christian too. And um, so she decided she would go into hospice. Well, she was, she was what we called awake, alert, and oriented. In other words, she was just like you and I. Um, she knew exactly what was going on. She could voice all of her concerns or uh, her uh, any pains or, or anything like that. So um, she came in, and um, this nurse got her all settled in, started an IV in her, because that's what we do. We start an IV because eventually you're going to need morphine. Um, morphine is uh, a painkiller, uh, but it also uh, it subdues the uh, medulla which is the small brain at the base of the uh, back of your brain at the uh, top of your uh, neck there. And it controls the smooth muscles in your body, which controls the breathing, your heart, and things like that. And so um, uh, morphine has a way of, of slowing the breathing down, but it also takes the fight out of the patient. Sometimes when people are dying, they'll fight to stay alive. They're not trying to, it's just their body. It's just the way God made us we fight to stay alive and so morphine <clears throat> helps them sort of ease out and keeps them asleep and anyway so we started an IV, or she started an IV on her and um, she uh, what we typically do if, if you're not in any pain we don't force the morphine on you it's not something you have to do when you come in um, you can have it or not have it depends on your your choice and so she said she was fine she didn't have any pain and so what we did is we just hung a normal saline bag which is just fluids um, it's just basically uh, water, basically, with um, uh, sodium in it and some other uh, additives, I think. But all it basically did was keep her hydrated. And so um, we started the IV, or th she started the IV, sorry. She started the IV on her, and um, she was awake, she's alert, she's oriented. And uh, this particular nurse, um, she, um, she said she was kind of straightening up the room and straightening up the bed, kind of making her feel comfortable and telling her a little bit about hospice and, you know, all the things that she could expect. And she was talking to the daughters and everything. And she said the woman was sitting up in her bed and um, she, um, she was not in any pain, not, you know, anything. And um, was talking to her daughters just like nothing was wrong. You would not know this woman had cancer and was, was you know, going to die soon. And so she said that um, <clears throat> she sat up in the bed and she said the patient started squinting her eyes kind of like she couldn't see something off in the, in the room at the end of the bed. And, and then she just started, um, she put her hands over her mouth and like she was just, you know, taken aback by what she was seeing. And um, the daughters were kind of busy, you know, putting their things away in the closet and in the drawers and stuff like that and kind of putting some flowers up and sort of making the room uh, a little personal for her and um, the nurse said she noticed this because she was watching the patient so she could chart on it later <clears throat> and um, she said the woman began to say 
oh my goodness, girls, can you can you see this? Tell me you see this. And the, and the girls were like, what, Mama, what, what's going on? And um, she said, oh, they're just so beautiful. They're beautiful. They're so beautiful. They're, they're huge. They're, they're, they're white. They're, they're golden. They're, they're glowing. It's, it's just they're all in the room. They're coming in the room. They're coming in all over the room. And she said, what is it, Mama? And the girls, of course, uh, you know, they, they, I guess they recognized that, you know, maybe their mom was, uh, you know, fixing to die or something. It was, it was, uh, it was just sort of a, a known thing. And so they were like, they started, they began to cry. And um, the woman said, oh, girls, they're so beautiful. They're beautiful. And she's describing them. And she's, you know, she's describing what they look like, how tall they are. And she was basically describing these angels coming in the room. And she said they were just filling the room up, just literally filling the room up. They were all over the place. And she said the music, she heard the music, and she said it smelled so good. It was just like flowers, and, you know, it was just, it was just beautiful. And she was describing all these things. And then she sat up in the bed more, and she said, oh, my goodness, girls, girls. She said, he's at the foot of my bed. And they were, of course, the girls were now in the bed with her, and uh, they were crying. And they said, Mama, who is at the foot of the bed? And she said, it's Jesus. He's at the foot of my bed. And uh, forgive me. It always chokes me up. Um, She said Jesus was at the foot of her bed. And uh, she said, girls, I love you. And I'll, I'll see you on the other side. I'm going home. And so, even that long ago, it still kind of, still affects me. Anyway, I apologize. Um, She said she slumped in the bed and eyes were closed and she said she went over, the nurse went over to her and checked her pulse and she said she had no pulse. She checked for breathing. There was no breathing. And uh, she was gone just like that. And uh, she asked me, she said, um, what do you think about that? And I was, of course, much like I am right now, I was was speechless. I, I had tears. And uh, I said, what do you mean? What do I think about that? She says, well, what do you think? Do you think that's, do you think she really saw that? And I said, "Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I believe Jesus came and got her. And she said something to me that I'll never forget. And for her to witness this, to see this lady experience such a incredible moment. And I do apologize. It's, uh, God, it's been, I bet it's been 20, 20 years. Anyway, she said to me, well, I don't know. I don't think I believe that. And she walked away. And I thought to myself, how in the world 
could you not believe what you just saw? Even if you didn't believe in God, even if you were the a raging atheist, how could you not believe what you just saw? I mean, that woman's dying. You know, when you're dying, all of your masks are off. I call them emotional masks. We, we put them on to, in life to protect ourselves, to keep other people from maybe knowing what we're, what we're facing or what we're, you know, struggling with. And we wear masks, different masks at different times. But when you're sick, I often said in nursing, when someone is sick, you see who they truly are. They can't put on any kind of airs. They can't put on any kind of mask. They can't pretend to be anything. The pain and the suffering of sickness brings out who they really are. And so for her to say that she didn't believe what she saw, I thought to myself, how in the world you could be so smart? And she was really super, as a nurse, I had such incredible, I still do, um, incredible respect for her, uh, for her knowledge of nursing, working in NICU for so long. She was, she was a super smart, sharp nurse, and I just thought she was awesome, and I, I still do. I just think that, you know, some people will see, some people won't. <clears throat> but uh, I truly believe that that woman had angels come to usher her out of this world. And for whatever reason, I don't know what she did. I, I, wish, I wish I could have spoken to the daughters because I'd love to have talked to them and asked them, what did your mom do? You know, what kind of life did this woman live that Jesus came to get her and took her? that quickly. She didn't suffer. She didn't linger. We didn't have to put morphine in her. The cancer didn't kill her. Jesus took her. That's just, that's amazing to me. And you, you may be listening to this and think this guy's lost his mind or he's not remembering correctly. That's fine. If you don't believe it, that's fine. There'll be people who do believe it and there'll be those who don't believe it. You'll be like the nurse. You know, she didn't believe it either. And I just, uh, I've never forgotten that story. And it stays with me. And I've shared it many times with many people. And uh, every time it has the same effect. Because, you know, death is something that we call it the equalizer. We'll all face it, you know eventually and uh, we go by ourselves and as brave as I might want to think I would be uh, I'm a little nervous sometimes when I think about it even though I do believe that when I die I'll go to where Jesus is whether it be heaven or paradise but the process to get there is always a little scary just because it's the unknown but anyway um, I digress that's pretty much it of that story Um, this is sort of a short one I'll share some more Um, you won't believe all the things that have 
happen throughout my life. Even my wife says sometimes, how is it that you, that these things happen to you? It's just weird. Even my kids now, they're older and grown and my oldest is married and has a kid. She's like, dad, you're just like a magnet to the supernatural. And I, and I, I am, I told you I was since I was a kid and I don't know why. <clears throat> it's not like I asked to be that way. Or I wanted to. And just a gift I have, and I'll, I'll share some more of that, uh, those stories with you. I've used this gift throughout, literally throughout the world, uh, on several continents, in fact, and I'll share some of those stories with you in the, in the coming podcast, but uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, I hope in some way that maybe it uh, enriched your life or uh, made you think a little bit about things. Certainly, if you have someone in hospice or you've had someone in hospice, um, then you can probably identify with this. You might even have stories of your own. And I don't really know if there's a way for you to contact me, but um, and I don't know if I'm supposed to do this or not, but if you have any feedback on any of my podcasts, <clears throat> um, you can always contact me by my email. It's Nurse Hartley, H-A-R-T-L-E-Y, at yahoo.com. And it's spelled out Nurse Hartley at yahoo.com. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I know this is time that you could be doing something else, but you, you chose to listen to me, and, and I'm honored and I'm humbled. And uh, I hope the Lord will bless you. I hope the Lord will keep you and make His face shine down upon you and give you peace. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks.